0: Greetings, my name is Isaac Dunlop, welcome to this podcast episode and today we are going to discuss matters gender, uh, more specifically gender-based violence as well as gender empowerment and our guest for today is the CECM, that is County Executive Committee Member for Gender, Youth and Social Services, Madam Estandongo who will be telling us how as a county and uh, as a department they're dealing with this issue of gender-based violence as well as the strides that they're making to ensure that both gender are being empowered in Nyeri County. I hope that you're going to enjoy this podcast and as usual, subscribe to my podcast, Support. And in case you want to support my work, you can do so by... Contributing any amount to 0716466373. So, welcome, and I hope that you're going to learn a thing or two on gender based violence and what the county government of Neri is doing to alleviate or to prevent this uh, pandemic. Karibuni.
1: I'm um, Esther Lumo, the CC in charge of youth, gender, and social services. County Government of Nyeri. I head the department where we have youth and gender, fire and disaster, and our objective as a department is to improve the social economic welfare of our people. We also empower youth, women, persons with disability. As a department, we also head the disaster units whereby we reduce the harmful effects of disaster and calamities through improvement of disaster, response and coordination in the county. We just bought two new state-of-the-art fire engines which is helping us on disaster management. And uh, as a department, especially this time where we celebrated the 16 days of activism against GBV, COVID-19 has continued to wreak havoc in the world, the country, and the county is also not spared. As a county, we have seen more than 1,000 cases of COVID-19 measures and protocols were put up a lockdown, some people also lost jobs, uh, businesses closed down and various sectors of the, our economy were affected especially tourism sector, education sector, transport sector and also labour force because many people lost jobs in small and medium enterprises were also affected. So all these effects and the fact that also school closed, school-going children are now at home We have seen an increase on gender-based violence and also a rise on teenage pregnancy. And all these are attributed to issues related to COVID-19. Report shows an alarming increase in the already existing pandemic of GBV in the country. Loss of livelihoods, closure of schools, economic constraints has made more girls and women vulnerable to exploitation. Men are also being exploited, being violated, Although we know that uh, women and girls are the most vulnerable when it comes to cases of GBV, 3% of men and also young boys are going through cases of uh, GBV. A number of teenage pregnancies has also escalated, and most of these pregnancies are due to sexual violence. And as a department, we have taken this very seriously. Because GBV is a human rights violation, and it's a critical issue that needs to be addressed. In fact, it is overtaking the coronavirus that we already have in the country and in the world. On 3rd uh, December, we launched the 16 Days of Activism, again as GBV, where we joined the world in commemorating the 16 Days of Activism. Uh, This is an annual campaign that kicks off on 25th November and runs until 10th December. It calls for prevention and elimination of violence against women, girls, and also men. The global theme for this year was Fund, where we want to prioritize on funding for gender-based violence prevention activities. And also Respond, where we need to respond to the victims and offer services to them, listen to them, and also prevent in collecting data. Collection of data will help in policy implementation and improvement of services. So again, the theme for this year was Fund, Respond, Prevent and Connect. Most forms of gender-based violence experienced are physical violence, we have sexual violence, we have psychological violence, economic violence, and harmful traditional practices like FGM it's, uh, of a deep concern to us as a county government and department because when a victim is violated it does not only injures and degrades the victim it also causes anguish to their families and as a department we are pleased to be part of this movement that is saying no more to violence against girls women and to the boys as a department, on that day where we were commemorating the 16 days, we also took the initiative to mentor the girls, sensitize them on various forms of GBV, how they can protect themselves from this violence. And we joined hands with other stakeholders like CREW, AMREF, the judiciary, and the administration to commemorate this day where we were joining the world to talk about elimination and prevention of uh, gender-based violence. Also, it was creating awareness on the need to end this global pandemic because cases of teenage pregnancies bringing the future of many girls to early marriages, and some of them are also dropping to school. And as a department, we have gone around the county. So far, we have visited four sub-counties, starting with two sub-counties, Kenny West sub-county, Madera West sub-county, and just last week we were in Mukorweni West, but we will visit all the other sub-counties. And the reason we are doing this is to mentor, counsel the girls together with their parents, because we want these girls, after they have given birth, to go back to school. Because these are young girls, and the youngest case we had was uh, 12 years, And some of these cases of teenage pregnancies were out of sexual abuse violence. So you can imagine these girls are affected mentally. And that's why we were talking to them together with their guardians. Because we also want their parents to support them through the journey. Because even if it has happened, they have a bright future. Still, they can give birth, go back to school in partnership with AMRIS. We have identified 27 most vulnerable girls who are pregnant out of GBV and we are going to support them go back to school by paying school fees for them and supporting them also to bring up their children. As a county, we have made considerable strides toward addressing GBV. Uh, The first one, the county has a GBV center at our county referral hospital. Uh, This centre provides comprehensive management of victims of GBV. It also provides education and counselling to their families. We have been empowering women and girls, especially 30% of procurement is set aside for women and persons with disabilities. And we keep on encouraging women to also do business with the county and I'm happy that from our training, we have seen an increase of women groups or individual women are doing business with the county. And also empowerment, the Department of Agriculture has also been empowering women and persons with disability, providing them with daily goods. And they also provide these groups with uh, uh, beehives. Yeah, So we've been empowering them through various uh, department as you all know gender is mainstreamed in all the county departments and uh, encourage more women to continue uh, taking the uh, advantage of the opportunities that are offered by the county government. We have also trained GBV champions on awareness creation on prevention control and referral for management of GBV and these GBV champions of uh, great importance and help fighting this vice. They are the duty bearers out there in the community from the grassroots. They also assist the victims through reporting and also awareness creation on how they can prevent themselves. The county has a count-wide mentorship program for pregnant teenagers, the young mothers, defiled girls together with their parents and guardians. And during these events, we also give them dignity kits, mama care packs, and also food items. We also have plans to establish a GBV safe house. As much as we have a GBV center, we don't have a a safe house where the victims can feel secure because whenever they visit the GBV center, they still go back to the same perpetrator. And that's why in partnership with AMREF, we also plan to establish a safe house for GBV survivors where we counsel them and we make sure that they are empowered because when they are independent and they are not dependent on the perpetrator we can stand on their own together with crew we have already formulated a GBV policy to guide in gender mainstreaming activities in the county we have reached out to over 4000 vulnerable girls and also young women and young mothers adult women who are either GBV survivors or are at risk of experiencing GBV. So we've been providing them with Dignity Kits and the county had set aside two million for that, which enabled us to procure the Dignity Kits. Pru has also supported us with the Dignity Kits, which we are distributing the whole sub-county. The distribution is up to the sub-location level. During these events, their capacity build on GBV, violence issues, yeah. menstrual hygiene, among others. This dignity kit can last them for over six months or up to a year. As a department, we are doing all the best we can to make sure that we fight this vice and call on other policymakers, religious leaders, women group organizations and the civil society to join hands with us so that together, we fight this vice because as a government or as a department, we can't fight this alone. And that's why we need to join hands. What I would want to request any victim is to speak out and speak up against the vice because that's the only way you can be helped. Do not keep quiet, alone. Talk to someone you trust talk to our GBV survivors, go to any health center and you will be assisted. Do not keep quiet because when you keep quiet, you're giving power to the perpetrator to continue violating and to continue defiling these girls. I would want to encourage the parents that they should listen to their girls because most of the parents are not there to listen and to show love to their daughters. Listen to what they are going through listen to their issues, the issues that they, are, they have, because if as a parent we don't listen to them, they'll go looking for this love elsewhere. I would encourage the parents to support For the girls that are pregnant. It is not the end of the world. They still have a bright future. They can still go back to school, finish school, and be able to empower themselves. As parents also let us encourage these girls to go back to school, support them, by taking care of their children as they go back to school that would be my plea to the parents they should know that it's not their fault they should not condone this vice they should not be ashamed of what has happened they should not fear to be believed they should not fear to be ridiculed and they should not fear to be stigmatized we know the reason they are fearing to talk about it is the stigma they should not fear. Let them speak out, because our aim is to make sure that no one is left behind. We have social welfare officers within our sub-counties. They can visit the offices, they don't have to come all the way to town, and we'll be very much willing to assist them wherever we can as a department from the perpetrators. It goes without saying that, behind every successful man, there's a woman. And without women, I believe that men would be where they are. And so we should not abuse these women. We should not rape these women. We should not kill these women. I'm sure you've seen or rather heard in the media the way each and every day a woman is killed somewhere. A woman is raped somewhere. A child is defiled somewhere. And when we continue killing women, defiling women, we are not building Kenya. Women should be loved but not abused. They are your children, they are your wife, they are your sisters, they are your mother. That would be my plea to many. For the pregnant teenagers, the county government through the Department of Health now has partnered with AMREF Kenya under the project Wheels for Life. The Wheels for Life is a project aimed at supporting the pregnant women who would experience labor pains at night. And so there's an ambulance to take you to the hospital, you should only call at night, 1196. Call 1196 and the Wheels for Life will come to your doorstep and take you to the hospital. For the GBV, if you experience uh, gender-based violence, there's a number to call, call 0800-72018 That's for Center for Rights, Education and Awareness who are our partner and they will help you with legal advice, with counseling, referrals to other GBV services. You can also call 1199 or 1195. Any form of gender-based violence, please call that number and you'll be assisted. Our offices are located at the former PC's block. We are in block three, second floor. That is where my office is. We have our social welfare officers in our sub-county offices. You can visit the sub-county offices and get to talk to our social welfare officers on any issue. We'll be ready to assist you where we can. I want to thank the excellency Government who is very much committed to um, women empowerment and he's been championing the 16 days of activism, against sexual and gender-based violence against women, girls and also men. And uh, he's been also very supportive. In our program here, we have been distributing sanitary towels to the girls and young women. He set aside two million where we have been able to support over 4,000 young girls and uh, young women. Neary County, I believe the first county where we have gender balance, especially in the executive, we are 50-50. The governor has appointed five CCs who are female and five CCs men. The deputy governor is female and also with the chief officers, it is the same, 50-50. So you can see that the governor is uh, committed towards women empowerment. Recently, the president launched the county COVID-19 social economic reengineering and recovery strategy. A few days after the launch, the governor also launched the social economic reengineering and recovery strategy where we trained over 100 women. In partnership with the uh, COG and UN Women. Nyeri County is the first in the central region to launch this social economic recovery strategy. Uh, we held the forum together with COG and UN Women to train women on social economic uh, recovery strategy especially in the midst of corona pandemic. The governor noted that uh, women are key in propelling the economy and that's why he was very much committed to see that our women in Navy are trained on how they can recover from the effects of COVID. You empower a woman, you empower the whole world. Now that we are heading to the festive season, Christmas, I wish everyone a Merry Christmas and a prosperous New Year 2021. And let us all be safe. Let us continue observing the COVID-19 protocols. Even as we go home to visit our parents, please let us all observe these protocols so that we are safe. And I wish you all the best as you enjoy the festivities as a department that is mandated to help the vulnerable in the community as you celebrate in the festivities. Help a neighbor and help a friend who is vulnerable and cannot afford to have a meal or to celebrate Christmas. So in the spirit of christmas please help a needy person and god will bless you thank you